Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guest as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of, right here on the Create Clarity with Charity Podcast. Hello and welcome to Create Clarity with Charity. Today, I have the most amazing guest and she has came with the flower power. Hello, Amy. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so happy you're here. I love what you do. As you know, I'm a huge flower enthusiast and I cannot wait for my wedding day and have you help me design my bouquets. Uh, I will so be there. (laughs) Because that is so much more special than saying, "Hmm, what florists can I order and just have them come do the whole thing when flowers are so special and to have your family and friends involved and your flower bouquets and creating that special day from the heart is such an amazing idea. And I love that you did that. So today we are talking about you. Your seven-figure entrepreneur has taken your passion to the marketplace and is sharing all your amazing gifts and talents with um, other women. And I guess men too can can design their own flower bouquets, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Awesome. So today is about your story. So I know that you started at least 10 years ago in this field of wedding planning and Um, flower design and, you know, um, making magic out of marigolds or something. (laughs) 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 So my audience, you know, they're entrepreneurs mostly, they all need amazing business ideas. And I'm sure there's a ton of people that are in love and have, you know, that ring on and are looking to do something special for their wedding. So let's talk about you. Let's talk about, you know, um, flowermoxie.com and your amazing business online where people can learn all they need to know about creating that event. Well, first of all, just thank you for having me. Uh, just the moment that I met you, your positivity, I was like, I need to be around that. And everything that you put out just blows my mind. And I cannot wait to read your upcoming book. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, I'm just, yeah, I'm really, really proud to be here. Uh, so yeah, I created Flower Moxie in 2014. I had been a wedding planner and a self-taught florist. Uh, started that back in 2007. And where it started was I you know, when you, when you become experienced, you have to have a, like a minimum, um, like a floral minimum. And I did not like turning folks away who couldn't afford a minimum, my, my minimum, which at the time was 2,500, which isn't huge, but that's, you know, that's a fair amount of money, especially when folks are paying for their own wedding. So I still wanted them to have the flowers that they wanted. And I thought I can teach them how to do this and I can sell them the flowers. Um, and so I, I thought, well, I'll just, I'll just make this little side hustle website called Flower Moxie, and um, I'll just put together some tutorials and some recipes and some packages and, 
and see what happens. And I, I remember thinking, I told somebody, I was like, yeah, I think it's going to be like passive income. Oh, right. <laughs> so can we all laugh together on yeah. that? <laughs> Your side hustle blew up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing passive about shifting fresh flowers to somebody on the week of their wedding. Oh, right. Not passive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a little more complicated. You got to go through some motions. It's not going to happen when you sleep. That's for sure. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. So it came to you as a side hustle. You're working in corporate and you're you're doing all of us ladies a favor so we don't have to pay the big bucks and said, hey, why, why don't I do some tutorials and launch this? So how did that first, you know, six months go, year, six months of launching your site? I would say it, it went well. Like I was, I had very... I wouldn't say low expectations. Um, like again, it just kind of started out as like a hobby. And as we had talked about before, my goal was to earn an extra $500 a month. That was my goal to set aside for my travel money. I love to go on long trips, which I can no longer do right now. But That's another subject for another time. Um, <laughs> but that was, that was my goal. And for me, I, I think that that felt really right. Like that felt really comfortable because it was very easy to achieve. Um, I think that had I gone into it of like, okay, I need this to be a multi-million dollar business, which it has now become, I think that would have taken away some of my clarity and just giving myself time to figure it out. But, um, you know, I, it took about $5,000 of my own money to, you know, get get everything, you know, get my pictures taken, get my website up, get, mm -hmm. you know, all your tax stuff lined up. And um, I made that back within three months. And I, I was like, oh, man, I have hit, you know, the jackpot of side hustles. Yes. And so um, the first year was just a lot of learning. I, I realized flowers that were not good for DIY brides. So I'm really fussy about what flowers I sell. I can get any flower under the sun, but that doesn't mean that's good for a DIY uh, bride or groom. Oh, got it. So I'm going to your site, flowermoxie.com under, under DIY. So folks, listeners out there, everyone check out this area because this is where, I mean, there's so many collections here. So many so, colors. So many colors. <laughs> mm -hmm. so just because she only selected the ones that were best to be shipped and, and, and then handled several times through people that are in the business, right? They have to be full, pretty, pretty strong flowers, right? They have to be able to make it through to the, to the date. Right. Because you have to keep in mind, 90% of the folks I sell to, they, you know, they've never been a florist. They have never you know, done flowers for a wedding. So I need to set them up for success and not sell them fussy flowers like dahlias, a still be helleborus, things that I know are going to stress them out. So mm -hmm. I took those years of being a wedding planner and a florist and, you know, channeled that into this concept of like, what would be good for them? And what do I need to tell them? Because essentially, like being a florist is a real job, like the flowers don't fall out of the box looking like these pictures, you have to like work your product. And so I just really try to pick 
things that they're going to have success with. And because I've worked in weddings for so long, there's so many different palettes, even though some people see them as the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have these like Devil Wear Prada moments with the blue belt all the time <laughs> with flowers. <laughs> and, you know, brides, they they really see the difference. Like they they see a huge difference between, you know, navy and wine and dusty rose and marsala and you That's know, my favorite, by the way. Which one? <laughs> the Dusty Rose Marsala. Ooh, okay. I love the, the kind of you like the moody. And, <laughs> and, you know, I love that. That's very gorgeous. It, I, and it seems like each one of these is picked for a personality. Do you find that like the bride's personality comes out in the bouquet maybe? Absolutely. And it's kind of funny that you mentioned that on each um, package at the end of like the scroll of the photos, I have like a compatibility oh, like okay. quiz on it. And so if you click on Dusty Rosa Marsala, let's see what that says. Okay. You click into that one. And we had like a ton of fun with that. Um, so if you'll just scroll, click that. Cool. That's like a special algorithm I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the top. And then if you scroll through those photos at the end, you can see if this matches your personality. But we just had a lot of fun with it. We um, use a lot of humor in our videos and sight. Okay. Ooh, okay. Desires a fainting couch. Yes. yes. Okay. This is your compa- compatibility checklist. Desire a fainting birthday just because you look mom. <laughs> yeah. I agree with everything Mario Rose stands for. Yes, I need that one. <laughs> That's so cute. And that makes it even more fun for the bride. They love it. Yeah. They love it. it just kind of, I, I, and I feel part of this vision and this brand was um, to just be fun and not be, have like a snooty air about this process because I feel that that's very heavy in the wedding industry. Like if you don't have a lot of money and you don't, you know, have a hundred thousand dollar budget, then I think that some vendors treat your event like it doesn't count. And that's what I wanted to do the opposite with this of being very inclusive, um, you know, using humor, like we take it very seriously, but, you know, we make jokes about, you know, under boob sweat and things like that. Yeah. Not everybody likes our jokes. The swoop. That's okay. No one knows what swoop is. If you don't know, <laughs> then you need a bigger pair. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, all the ladies out there, you're laughing with us. Okay. Um, but I love this pricing. Like I almost just fell over. I thought there was gonna be a one in front of that. 1410. 410 and you get one large brocade, six and seven bridesmaid bundles and 10, 15 corsages. Yes, yes. Like you do save. So being a wedding planner, I am like fussy about people who want to DIY a bunch of things. And I'm like only DIY if it has an ROI. So if you're not saving a ton of money, don't do it. Um, With florals, you will save, you know, 50 to 70%, depending on where you're at in the country. Like my, my gals and and guys in um, California, they save close to 70% when they DIY their flowers. Yeah. Oh my, I, that's amazing. Like I bought my mom a Valentine's bouquet just for Mother's Day and I was like almost the same price. So yeah. <laughs> this is like the whole event right here. Like, yep. And I like simple on the beach, not a lot of fuss. So I would totally do this just because I love that more authentic. It's the experience of putting it together for your friend, having your bridesmaid, having your mom, having your sister, having everyone doing it with you. It just makes yeah. it so much more memorable and meaningful when you catch the bouquet you know it's like we made that for her and you know there's a lot of meaning in it 
I think that's the thing that surprised me was the feedback I got. Mothers will email in and they're like, you know, that was kind of the funnest part of the wedding week is, you know, we spent two days just the gaggle of girls and putting stuff together and we were super proud and they had a really good time doing it. And so that kind of surprised me. Like I wasn't expecting that much uh, Mm -hmm. feedback of like, that was the really fun part because the wedding day is like a blur. You, you don't remember anything <laughs> so that yeah. they could kind of hold on to those memories. Yeah. And the dis- most disappointing part can be the flowers I've heard, you know, so if the florist doesn't get it right, you're just stuck with it. But if you're doing yeah. them yourself, then at least you always have the memory of creating it. They wilted a little or something. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that's so, so awesome. So you are, you know, really into your creative. So tapping into that creative spirit and sharing it with other people through through your website and um, also creating a business out of it is really what being that evolutionary entrepreneur is all about and what I love to feature on the Create Clarity with Charity podcast because it takes that like passion and to to execute that and then to follow through with it and then to you know you know, keep working with it, even when it may have seemed like it was failing at the beginning and to invest. I mean, if you guys didn't hear that, all she spent was $5,000 she saved and she literally launched a multi-million dollar business. And to do that on $5,000 and true grit and just, you know, do it yourself marketing, you, you set up your website and I guess you did execute, you delegated your, you're very strong in that, you know, asset professionals to help you, you know, make things a lot smoother. So I know after talking to you for a little bit, I realized that that is probably something that a lot of newbies and entrepreneurs that listen to the podcast need to hear from somebody like you, who's really, you know, risk put in the, the, the 5,000 sweat equity that you had been saving from your corporate job. So you could travel, but you're like, I'm going to start this side. And I believe in my vision and then hired the right people to help you execute it. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly what happened. And I held on to, you know, I held on to my other job for financial security until, you know, I was able to let that go. And I think that that is, it's not always possible with every single business idea. Like sometimes you just have to be all in, but if you can throw your, your idea out there into the marketplace and see if how folks are responding and you've you're always tweaking like every time I think my site is done I do an overhaul um Mm -hmm. and so yeah you just have to have to slowly get there it's not going to be perfect right out of the gate and I think that that is something that people struggle with because just like what you do this is your this is your baby you put so much of your money, blood, sweat, and tears into it, you're like, I want this like really good website. I want this good product. I want it to be perfect, but it's not going to be in the very beginning. And so you've got to get your stuff out there and let the market tell you what they really need. Um, And because when I was trying to launch, I kept delaying it because I was like, I just need to like, kind of make this more perfect. I need to get this a little bit better. And uh, my best friend, she's like, Amy, enough. She's like, get it out there. She's like, stop it. And uh, I was so grateful for that advice because my direction initially was kind of the wrong direction. Like, I mean, the concept was similar, but the way I was trying to execute it, it it wasn't the, it wasn't the right idea. And I just needed to learn that. 
Yeah. And I love that because that's it. That's the key. Start before you're ready because we're never ready, right? We need to jump. You just got to like get the side up, turn the switch on. You know, people are like, oh, the launch date and they do all this fussing, fussing, trying to make the launch date. And then the launch falls flat and then everyone's disappointed. Instead of just putting the side up there and start making sales, then get excited, you know, exactly. you know, uh, and then you work out the kinks that way and then you won't face disappointment. I found yeah. it's, it's a lot better to just, that's the idea. Let's see if it flies. And, you know, 85%, some people even launch or they, they start the process at 50 or 60%. Like they mm-hmm. don't even really have the program all dialed in, but they got the landing page. They got the professional, they have the idea. And that is really what will help grow at such a fast rate. Like you, like, I mean, it's really impressive that, um, you know, you took your, your corporate experience and your wedding planning experience and your florist experience, and then brought it into something that could make seven figures within three to five years. That's, that's amazing. It's such an accomplishment. So with that being said, you will be awesome to give some words of advice like you just did with starting early and launch, but what would you tell yourself back then officially what, you know, now when you first started? I would... For me, like, I wish that I had have taken it a bit more seriously and shifted out of the side hustle role a little bit faster. I mm-hmm. think that it's easy to hold on to safety nets, which is what I was doing, uh, you know, at first with the corporate job. And then, you know, with my wedding planning business and floral business, it was like, I had all these wedding books. So I was like, well, I'm, I'm financially fine. Um, I think at some point, you've got to let go of that other olive branch or you've got to, you've got to put yourself out there. So I wish I had have turned that on earlier. Um, I think that I would have um, sped up my success a bit, but I don't know, hindsight's always like 2020 and maybe I needed those few years to still figure things out while the stakes were lower. Um, and I didn't have like when I had lower sales, less chance of messing up is what that means. Um, I would say you have to, my personal trainer one time said this to me and I would say this to business owners, you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you've experienced this so many times. I mean, you've, you've had so many successful businesses and I know that you said that you've had some failures, which we all have had, but you, I'm sure have gone through discomfort, even, even when you're successful, even when things are going great, like right now with Flower Moxie, sales are fantastic, but we have half the, half the flowers available with what happened with the pandemic. And so even though money's coming in, it's, it's been stressful and you've, you've got to sit in that. You can't be reactionary Mm -hmm. um, and you've got to play the long game. And that's something that I didn't have the maturity probably for in my twenties. And I probably had way too much ego. So this happening to me, you know, in my thirties and I just turned 40 in August, it was probably really good timing. Um, because, you know, when you're a business owner, you're going to get your ass handed to you a couple of times. You got to be ready. (laughs) You got to bounce back quick. And Mm -hmm. that, that is the thing is you don't have, yeah, you're going to have a bad day for sure, but staying down is not helpful. So I think, you know, 
being successful is when you get those hits, when you get those, you know, failures, you, you have to have a really quick bounce back rate if you're going to stay in it and just be okay with being uncomfortable and just saying, you know, this is going to pass. I'm going to make my tweaks and keep moving forward. Yeah, and it's resilient. not, it's not like the sexy of sexiest advice, but I think it's the truth. And I, I imagine that's how you have created your own success. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's the dog eat dog world as you know, and resilience, get, it's the getting back up and choosing to get back on the horse and ride again and, and try another time and just continually doing that. And the one that does that the most and doesn't give up wins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Not, so, not the most talented, not the smartest. Cause I don't think I'm any of those, but I know I can outwork anybody. And and so that's, that's the other thing, mindset. You obviously have had a, a mindset of a winner and that you're, you're taking the initiative to, to, you know, um, create um, a creative space as well. So people can tap into their creativity, which is also on that newer wave of evolution on entrepreneur for the ones that aren't just like book smart, black and white, the numbers in the box, this is business. You know, you're actually taking the creativity out of all of us that we all have and saying, hey, try this and, and see if this this feels better than just, you know, getting an invoice for $15,000 for your flowers. Right. So I love that, that you're, you're giving that opportunity. And I've already just glancing again at your website. I looked at it several times, but I just realized I didn't know you had to put flowers upside down buds in the water for an hour. I thought you just take all the paper off and then you stick them in the water, but literally you have to stick them upside down in the water. Well, some, some you do like hydrangeas. Oh, so, okay. Sometimes you do. Yeah. Um, there's different tricks for different flowers, but, um, yeah, you definitely like when you, you get shipped in flowers, you want to like cut and hydrate them for a bit, um, and let them perk up while they're supported. So they won't flop over on you. Yeah. But, yeah. But going back to what you said, the positivity and your thought life is so important. And I, we all read like those books like e-myth and um i think that that's one thing that i'm so drawn to you is that you know you're not only a hustler but you're also really intentional about how you talk and i'm sure how you think i don't live in your mind but um i think that that's really important as well because it's i think it's more of a mind game than um you know being book smart so you know, some days it's like when, when the chips are low, you write a freaking gratitude list and then you say, this is going to be a great day. And I'm just going to, you know, put out the, that energy to those people that are going to understand what I'm doing, um, who are going to be enthusiastic about doing their own flowers. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to just set my intention on calling for those people. And it sounds, it sounds woo. (laughs) It sounds like out there, but it works because there's, there's positive energy and there's negative energy and you decide what you're going to put out there for the day. And I think that's so important. 
and you chose you and you decided and you stepped up and you kept going and you're still doing it and you're 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 getting into that you know what they call it the paradigm shift where you know we get all these input variables in our head and we get to choose actually what we're putting into our head and like if I were to believe all the negative variables that are out there and put those in my head then I would certainly wouldn't be standing here today <laughs> and so it's really a choice and I love that you um, you know, embrace that because, you know, it, the, the power of positive thinking is, is woo, but it's, it's also very crucial that you're not spinning a negative story in your head yep. and working yourself up and creating a bad reality. And so being able to learn the difference and just focus on what's at hand and what's most important and your outcome, know what you knew, what you wanted when you did the do it yourself, you wanted to save people money. You wanted to, you know, embrace the people that couldn't afford these high end things. Plus you wanted to bring a brand new experience to the brides. So you had the intention and the vision for that before you even executed it, right? I did. And I mean, it took, it took a minute to just all kind of come together, but that was the spirit behind it. Um, you know, yeah. I think we had talked in our last conversation, I was, you know, growing up, we, um, you know, I was more of like the poor kid. And so, you know, my mom made my clothes. And th so those kind of things are sensitive towards me. Uh, like, and that's why it rubbed me the wrong way when folks would come and they say, hey, you know, I have $500 for a wedding budget. I couldn't take that on and be profitable. Um, but I was like, I can, I can help you figure out how to do it. And so I think it takes those life experiences and things that maybe that you're sensitive about and have a heart for because, you know, every, everybody deserves, you know, the flowers that they want at their wedding, you know, yeah. and if they can't afford to hire me, then I still want them to have it. So yeah, that so was kind beautiful. Of <laughs> that's why I love you because that is coming from a heart space, you know, and it's so important these days in business, you know, in the old days, you never bring your heart to the table, you bring your poker face and you bring your business mindset and you, and you just, you know, you have to like have this very masculine demeanor to be a seven figure entrepreneur, like you must have like been really mean or something. Yeah. But now it's like, now is the time to really embrace what the truth about businesses and being a woman in business and offering, you know, services, talents and skills and bringing in the heart space. Right. And, and saying this comes from a heart space, you know, and I, I would want this opportunity if, if I couldn't afford flowers or, you know, I am feeling for these people that I had to turn away and I never want to feel that way again. And, and that's why a lot of nonprofits start because it comes from our, our pain, our pain point, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, being a, a, a single child of a single mom, um, you know, I had a lot of feelings of being, um, you know, unsupported and not having a lot of um, resources. And, you know, so I, that's why I, I think, and all I created the now business Academy and the now answer group, because it was so complicated for me with my restaurants to get help because oh, I 10, can't 15, imagine. 20 years ago, you know, everyone coveted their information. Like it was yeah. a secret recipe and that they couldn't tell you, they spent all these years in school and in the field. So why would they tell you? And, and people would just covet it. And I'm like, you know, there needs to be support. There needs yeah. to be answers for people like me, for women, for men, for people that have barriers to entry, maybe they, you know, cultural barriers or anything. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, and that's my drive. And that's why I really, you know, I, 
we have to go to that pain point to really yeah. come back and say, okay, I'm, I'm giving back now. I want to help people that are like me that maybe have a tighter budget or, you know, don't have all the resources in the world and they need them right now. But the, I mean, I think the point that you made was so solid, which is, you know, you're staying away from that scarcity mentality. And it's so easy to like, because florists are notoriously very, um, like, they won't even tell you, you know, like one time I commented, I was like, I love that rose. What rose is that? Because I had never seen it. And she wouldn't tell me. And I was like, come on, are you serious? And, you know, you just you're going to grow so much more with an abundance mentality rather than a scarcity mentality. Mm -hmm. um, and just knowing that, you know, as long as you're walking, you know, in integrity and treating your vendors and your clients right, like you're going to do just fine. So you, you can you can let somebody know it was a coffee break rose. Right. I'm not bitter. It's okay. <laughs> I found out. All. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. I love that analogy. That is so great. And that is exactly what we need right now in this day and age. And I know, um, you know, a lot of brides are entirely so thankful for you because you created more than just a beautiful bouquet. You created that experience, which is, you know, well, look at like look at that picture on the Instagram. That was one of our Moxie brides, and this one. Uh, uh, but yes, yes, yes. And, um, that looks we, like Oregon. Is that Pacific Northwest? Probably, it but like yeah, she was so she was so proud of it, and she should be. Like she looks incredible, and her bouquet is incredible, and she's and so, so happy and it's so all, yeah, yeah, she's the sweetest bride. So I I think you know with all the hard things, like when you see things like that, you're just like, oh man, I'm so freaking proud of you. And some of them are like better florists than me. I'm like, I don't know what you do for a living, but you may have missed your calling. So you can. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> oh wow. Look at yeah. that. Oh man. Yeah. So everyone check her out. She's got like galore. every on her Instagram, flower moxie, um, Instagram and um, YouTube, there's the, the free, um, you know, how to build a spiral bouquet, how to build bud vases, how to, you know, um, the mechanics for a tall bouquet. I mean, we all need to do, know this stuff. So check her YouTube out flower moxie on YouTube and also, um, the.com of course, flowermoxie.com and Facebook, just look her up. I mean, it's a fun as hobby. And even for like birthdays or holidays with those prices, you could have a flower making parties, you know, with the mixer party, you know, like let's do I love that. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're kind of, we're kind of doing this new concept for, you know, bridal showers and baby showers. Nobody loves the games. And so, you know, doing like a flower bar, um, yes. people are really excited about that. Uh -huh. So it's just nice to get your, your hands in nature and to create something because I feel the older I get the less novelty things that I do and it's like I'm always trying to do something creative but you know work and life takes over so mm -hmm. um people get a lot of enjoyment out of this even the men like uh a lot of uh, most of our clientele are, are women um and they'll have their fiance help and they'll send me pictures of like their fiance building his boutonnieres and oh. I just I love it I love it so much so so awesome. So you hear that out there, fellas? I know you're yep. listening and this is a great concept and you can enjoy flowers too. Um, because I know lots of men love flowers as well. They just, 
happen to not get bouquets all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to change that though. <laughs> yeah, and, and they deserve it too. And um, what a nice gesture to have your best men make your boutonnieres and, you know, your corsages and help with the wedding. That That's amazing. So I love that. Um, let's, um, any, do you have any last words of advice to any younger entrepreneurs or people that may be interested in starting a creative space or just your CTA or words of advice, any, anything that can lighten the world? Yeah, I would say, I would say, think of your motive, you know, like if you get a business idea, you know, talk to a few safe people about it. Um, and, you know, let it, let it simmer and marinate. If it's, if it's one of those things that starts waking you up at night with ideas, then, then you, you need to just pursue it. Uh, you don't have to go big and go home. You don't have to, you know, go into a major debt or, you know, quit, quit a job, but dip your toe in the water and give it a shot because, we all know that if you don't try, nothing's going to happen to you. That's a hundred percent. Yes. But trying, you don't know. And this was one of these random thoughts that I had while I was, I remember it was, I was driving in the rain, a random thought that I had, I didn't have any aspirations of having, you know, a multi-million dollar company. It was just like, oh, well, I mean, okay. And then it, it wouldn't get out of my craw, like it wouldn't get out of my head. Mm-hmm. And that's when, you know, like you need to pursue that. If you're just trying to think of a, you know, get rich quick idea, I would say, I'd say that's going to do nothing but break your heart. (laughs) So you got to feel it just like, you know, just like you say, charity, like you have to feel it kind of in your gut and Mm -hmm. you got to feel that passion point for it. Um, I I know a lot of folks who just, they kind of bounce from business idea from business idea and that's okay. Um, But I've identified a lot of times their motivation is they just want to, you know, get rich quick and monetary reward. Yeah. Yeah, And I, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting wealth or success. Um, but that's probably not going to get you through the hard, tough pain points that you and I have discussed. So Mm -hmm. that's probably my best advice is sit with it, see if it leaves and then just go for it. Yeah. That fire is burning and jump on it. Cause I love that. You guys, you heard it from Amy herself. She's done such an amazing job. Um, And check her out at Moxie Flower or flowermoxie.com and her socials. And um, try, try to build your own bouquet. I'm definitely going to do it. And so I really appreciate all your inspiration today, Amy. And we will hopefully have you back and um, featuring your um, bouquet bar. Ooh! Ooh. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It is always such a pleasure and a delight speaking with you. Like you are so uplifting. Um, So every, all the content that you're putting out, it just, it really, we need it. We need it. Thank you so much. It it draws in people like you. You know, amazing um, feats. So I, I can't wait to feature you. You're awesome. So we'll be in touch and everyone out there hit flowermoxie.com. Ciao. Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guests as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks 
that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of right here on the Create Clarity with Charity podcast.